Hey, what's up? This is Michael coming to you with episode 16 of the Campaigns Made Men D&D Next podcast. In episode 15, Sins of the Father, Zane got to spend some time with the Elven Chief and learn some things about his father he didn't know regarding his father's disappearance. And the possibility was dropped that his father was not actually dead, but might be in hiding. Apparently he made a deal with the Elven, uh, the former Elven Chief, for a significant amount of money and um, elven treasures to finance an operation to bring back the old stone fort tower. And then once he got what he needed, promptly disappeared, and to the elves' point of view, never fulfilled his bargain. So Zane was left with the prospect of having to fulfill his father's obligation of returning approximately 100,000 gold pieces worth of treasure Though, I think in this episode we changed it to 10,000 because we forgot, but either way it was supposed to be a whole lot. This episode actually has one of my all-time favorite moments of this whole campaign, and it's something Evan and I discussed in our Dungeon Talk podcast, which I think was episode 14 uh, of that series, where the PCs didn't do what I expected them to do, but they did what made exactly the right amount of sense based on the scenario I had created. And that's what made me so happy is that this was a moment that was just purely a product of the environment I had created and their characters within it. And I allowed it to happen the way they wanted it to. And it was a huge win for them as players, for me as the DM and at the game and the game as a whole And I think everybody had a fantastic night and a fantastic session primarily because of of what happened. Uh, So it was a great, uh, great moment for the game and for the campaign. I was very happy that it happened the way it did, even though that's not what I expected to have happen. So anyways, here is episode 16 of the campaign's Made Men podcast, a key moment of opportunity. yards from the stone fort tower. It's deep into the night, perfectly cloudless, so there's like a you know, billion stars. There's a really heavy, fat, full moon, no wind, just like a perfect night in the desert, except the entire Sioux Nation of the Elvish tribes are over there, and they're getting ready to go into the tower, and you have a price on your head yet again, you really don't know where you're going. Off in the distance, you can hear the, the mewing of rock cats. Rock cats in the desert are kind of like saber-toothed tigers, except they have a big bony foreplate, kind of like warp from Next Generation. They headbunt their prey and then eat it while it's stunned. So those are out there, and that's good to know. What would you guys like to do? Is it nighttime? Are we safe here in the... Yeah, I was going to say. They're not going to come after But there is a price on our head. Basically, they've given you a month to pay them back. <laughs> they're going, maybe this will say you... They're going to kill, kill Zane. Help usually. 
Well, we're gonna. Uh, so I mean, you can kill me now and get it just skip just get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> I sneakily walk behind Zane. Well, hold on. What is that? I'm halfway <laughs> nimbleness. Nimbleness. Uh, I'm laying on the ground. Um, I've got. I found like a round rock, and I. Pulled it over and I'm laying on the ground and I've got my head on it and I'm just staring up. Zane, are you sleeping? No. Are you sore? Yep. Yep. Can I sleep? We shouldn't sleep out here. We should probably. If we head north, well, I know some people that live up there and we can rest there. South is where we came from, right? Yes. Why not go south? What's south? The city. Because I don't. Because I'll be murdered. Yeah, we You'll can't be murdered here to too. Might as well be in the city. There's women there, <coughs> and bacon. Is this really your argument for convincing me to go to the city? What? That I'd just rather be murdered in the city? No, there's women there and bacon. Thick slices. That doesn't. Bacon. That's nothing for me. You don't like bacon. There's a, there's a dance club called Bacon Strips. No, there isn't. Oh, Bacon Bits. <laughs> that will be the bar Grexel opens when he retires. Bacon Tits. Bacon, Bacon Bits in the Magic Emporium. <laughs> uh, it's Buy two Bacon Strips. The sign up front says Bacon Tits, but it's been crossed. <laughs> there's a B over it. <laughs> and you walk into the salad bar. He's like, why? It's, it's a restaurant. Yeah, it's a restaurant. Huh. Used to be a strip club. There's there's stages in there, Both. but just salad bars. All right, I said I would suggest if you want to rest a little bit, but we can't go to sleep here. There's too there's crazy stuff out here. Well, how about we take a nap? You stay on watch. Then when you're you're you think you're ready to take a nap, I'll I'll finish up until. I don't think we to... should stay out here, isolated like this for. Any period of time. There's crazy creatures out here. Are they more prone to attack <coughs> at night or during the day? Well, rock cats will attack at night, but you know, you've already been attacked by scorpions that were the size of chihuahuas, and there's other evil I things. I think traveling at nighttime is a bad idea on that front, and they're not going to attack us for 30 days. Crex I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about scorpions and giant moths and animals and creatures. I think traveling is safer than trying to sleep. The last time we slept out here, I was on watch, and you had scorpions over you. And I couldn't yell your name for fear that they were going to stab you and kill you. Hmm. Well, you know the desert, or the wasteland. That's right, I do, so why are you arguing with me? I, I, I know. You know the wastelands a lot better than I do. I'll, if you think we should move, then I think that's what we'll do. Grexel? Grexel's hungry. Alright, well, let's go get some food. So you're going to travel north? North. Okay. So, I remember someone specifically saying that they were going to take the key, but I don't remember who that was. So you have the crystal key? Okay. So as you continue to move north, probably, because you were were on the south side of the tower to begin with, so you've now passed the tower, and you're now about 100 yards to the north of it. You start to feel this really sort of warm sensation in your pocket or wherever you have the key. Grexel, what's in your pants? 
<laughs> As we're walking, I just stop ab- abruptly. <coughs> I'm just. I don't pay any attention because Grexel does a lot of his own. And am I in front of Grexel or am I behind him? I figured I'm leading the way, so I'm just. Yeah, you're probably walking. in front. So right. you've stopped and they have not noticed. I'll stay there. Okay. Let me know when you notice. After a few moments, yeah. you would notice that there's not the boom, boom, boom pounding sound of Rexel walking behind you. Okay, I turn around and I see him back there. And he's like, stopped like mid stride, frozen in place. Grexel's like, eight this is, and I know you're tall. really far away, but my reaction is. Do, I, I pissed my pants. Okay. I start walking back. All right. You're probably about 10 yards ahead of him, maybe 20. What's wrong? There's something warm in my pants. Not again. <laughs> oh. He's baking brownies. <laughs> Did you bring extra pants? No. He's wearing a circus tent, remember? Oh, that's right. Something <laughs> warm in my tent. I can't believe I remember that now. I think... Well, what is it? I think somebody cast a spell on me. Oh, he's a wizard. Um... Um, intelligence to see if I think that he's being um, controlled by something. Okay, so since my uh, 19. This is exactly what I'm doing in game, too. Like, I just leaned up against the rock, like, oh, Jesus Christ. He does not seem to be controlled by an external force, as far as you can tell. Why do you think uh, there's a spell on you? Because I feel something warm in my pants. You have to check. Greg, so I don't have time for this. It's in my pots. I'm scared. Well, just get it out. I don't know what it is. It's a spell. When I look at you, do I see anything? I guess there's some wearing ordinary. A, you're wearing a I'm wearing a tent. I'm wearing a tent. I guess you can't really see anything. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you want me to do? You need to reach underneath my robe and figure out what it is. <laughs> I told you I wanted to sleep. Is now are you within earshot? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I kind of just trailed along, and I just I'm about this distance from you guys, but I just like he's not, I'm just he's leaning on a rock. Like what? Is, what has Grexel gotten himself into again? Like I think my magical powers were weakened because I'm weak, and now a spell was cast by an enemy elf wizard. I look around and I go, I don't, I don't see anybody. And why is there something warm in my pants? Did you poop your pants? No, I wouldn't know that. Did you pee your pants? Yes, that feels different. All right, where, where <laughs> is it? I know what poop where my pants it? feels like. Like, here. All right, I'll reach. So, where, not, so is it in a pouch? Is it actually in a you pouch? Have to it's roll. a pouch in my belt. You should, okay. It's like right here. You should have to roll to make sure you Send grab your coin <laughs> Take a chance. So you're going to feel his coin purse. Yeah. All right, as you put your hand around his coin purse, you like do this. feel... It's ridiculous. Warmth coming through the corn, coin purse. Okay. Cough. You, you would guess it's like a, a rock that's been sitting by the fire. So it's not like sizzling. It's not going to burn, but it's definitely Did you warm. pick up a rock? What? Did you pick up a rock? Why would I pick up a rock? Well, what is in you? What is in your pants? Uh, that's a personal question. I'm not reaching out in there unless you tell me. Reaching what? Well, do you, you want me to get pants? that out? Yes. So tell me what it is. I don't know what it is. It's a spell. I start walking off. I hope you like scorpions. <laughs> Why are you going? I don't 
No, seriously, you need to get it out. Whatever it is. I'll t- I turn around and I'm just really, I'm, I'm furiously mad. Oh, what is in your pants? Can I take my dagger and like cut his coin purse off his? Belt? If he doesn't stop you, I will not stop you. All right, I'm cutting your cutting your coin purse. Right, it'll fall to the ground, and you see the end of the key, which I think is laying here somewhere, yeah. sticking out. Of and it's his actually, uh, garment. Yes, and there's actually a, a blue glow coming from out of it as well. I don't reach down and pick it up. Okay, it's, it's What's warm. that? Yeah, it's not hot. It's just definitely warm. You know what it is, right? He knows what it is. Yeah, you guys all... But he didn't know what was causing it. When he sees it, yes, it's the crystal key. Why is the key warm? I don't know. I told you it's a spell. It's not glowing. Yeah, it's there. glowing faintly. I turn around in a circle while I'm holding it and like point it and like see like does it change or anything? I'm gonna try and start walking away. You see me taking out my uh, spell book with the pretty pictures. All right, so he has the key and he's walking. Are you gonna continue walk north or you're gonna go in a different direction? North. Okay. Oh no! I need to do a spell. So you walk about ten paces and it gets noticeably warmer and brighter. I need to cast Detect Magic on it. You have Detect Magic? Go ahead. I put it on the ground. And I sit down. And I just look at it. And then I'll say, Looks magical! Um, I'll keep walking north with it until it gets to the point where I think that it's like going to be painfully hot or okay. it's so just gonna you're going to pick it back up from the ground you might <coughs> explode All right. so about every 10 paces approximately there's a there's a noticeable increase it's not like an exact like 10 feet brighter 10 feet brighter it's more like a just sort of a gradual increase and then it's noticeable it's gradual and it's noticeable and it does this probably for about 60 70 feet and then there's just like a really intense flash almost like a light bulb going off and again you're in you know, the moonlight, the starlight, but it's very dark. So it's just almost like blinding. And there's just a split second where all three of you... The are, DeLorean appears? Yeah, or you're just kind of like, sort of like, <gasps> day. And then as soon as your eyes clear, you are in a torrential downpour. Thunder, lightning. Is the terrain the same? Yes. As far as you can tell, you have not moved, but there is instantaneously a thunderstorm surrounding you. Just... Going everywhere. Flash floods. Crazy around around the desert. I did that. Um, If I look around, what's the highest ground besides the tower? Um, Interesting that you should say that. The tower is not there. What kind of spell was that? Which one? What kind of spell did you cast? Detect magic. What happened? Never mind. The key is now not warm. Normal colors return the same. No, no visible effect that you can tell, but torrential downpour, tower's gone, and it actually looks like the elves are in a panic as well. There's, you know, their animals are are bolting, they're running around, they're screaming. From what you can guess, any of the elves that were in the tower are also gone because like half of their people are gone now, and they're freaking out about it. Oh shit. I lean, I come over to Omi, and I, was, and I say, you know, I'm having trouble remembering, when did we get the key back? We haven't always had it. 
We well, I know. It. We got it back. I know. I'm away from you. No, I'm eavesdropping on purpose. <laughs> I'm, I know. He's like right over top of <laughs> You notice but. it stopped raining, and you look up, it's because he's bent over top of you. Because we, <laughs> we got <laughs> that back ghost guy took it from You're a human? No. Took it from me. Kind of. Didn't we acquire it in the tower? Yes, no. The, What's your hybrid? We got, it was in the Prince town? Elf had it. I'm like an yeah. abomination. How did we get it? Well, no, the, how did we get it? It was in the tower no, as I mean, a key in the game, what that are opened you? up. So it's not the, the same portal key. that we didn't want to go through. The it's not the same key. You don't know if it's the same key. It looks the it's same. It's a similar key. What would we do if so I All right, I turn around and start walking back towards where the tower was. Okay. It was 500 pounds. What I'm guessing is... Did the tower appear when one of these came? One of these keys oh. came in this okay. proximity. So you start walking towards it, and this time instead of getting warmer, it actually starts to get cold to the touch. <coughs> this is the weirdest game of Marco Polo. Yes. this is like that game when I was like, <coughs> when my parents were hiding presents. So you you warmer? have to you have to get closer warmer? than where you Euro? started from, but but once you get probably why are we going back about fifty yards from where the tower was. It reappears, flash of light, the storm is gone now, back to clear night. There's people start screaming. All right. I, inside, I'm thinking about what the elves must be thinking, yeah. and I'm chuckling like out loud. <laughs> okay, you also notice that there is a thin crack that appears in the head of the crystal key. Apparently, doing this is stressful, so it's not like you can just wave it back and forth all day like a magic wand. Omi, you got any of that Rexanth? I gave that up. But do you have any? Why? No. Rexanth's like a cocaine top drug that mm. a lot of people in this world are addicted to right now. Well, the sky, I don't know what... Uh, I mean, obviously this key and that tower, there's some thing there, but I have no idea what, and I can't stay here. I can't stay here because I'm not getting anywhere... On finding ten thousand gold or ten thousand things or worth your, of gold. Or your dad. Do we know for a fact that your dad was dead? No. He just uh, it's missing. my belief is that he's dead. Okay. Somebody killed him. <clears throat> well, the building's gone. It disappeared. Now it's back. We blew a fuse, but I can't think like that. Well, no, but it is back right now. Like, oh, yeah. He walked back. I walked back towards reappeared. where it was, and it reappeared. But oh. now there's a crack in it. And I'm afraid if I keep doing it, it's, it's it going to break. Shatter. Is there anywhere where we can hide the key over in this area? And then keep going? Um, Although I don't know if I want to... What's my knowledge, or what do I think about hiding a key, this artifact in the desert and nobody will ever find it? Um, 22. I mean, it's very possible that you could... Um, I mean, it's... The desert. I'm sure you could hide something. It probably would never be found on purpose. The problem is you won't be able to. Yeah, you may yeah. not be able to find. Well, it I have. I'm a scavenger, and I know this desert. So that's what I'm thinking. It's possible. <laughs> I hate this really well. No one can ever find. Oh, there can I. So well, for I, us to keep moving, I think we, we have should, to ditch the key. I think we should ditch it, hide it, and move forward. What? Why? Well, if we what? have to lose Why? the key to keep moving forward. Why are we moving forward? I don't know what. How staying here and doing this uh, disappear, this peekaboo game is gonna get us closer to gold. Listen, you go to the chief and say, How much is the tire worth? Is it worth 10,000 gold? He says, Yes. Then you can be like, Okay, I just give you the tower. 
Feel another gold, you're all done. Huh? Huh? Is the, our fourth guy with us? Is that him? Yeah. Is the but is this? Sala is there. Yeah. Or sorry, Belmont is there. Okay, guys, team huddle. I have an idea. What if? What if I? What if you mm-hmm. go back to the chief with me? Mm-hmm. And we they haven't seen Sala, so we give <coughs> Sala the key, and we tell him to go near where we were when the tower disappeared. Okay, and then wait for our signal. We'll go back and tell the chief that you're a wizard. Which is true. Right. And then you're going to make this tower disappear unless he wipes this bounty and this debt off of my head. And then we'll signal the solid and, and you'll make the tower disappear. I can make the tower disappear. You can. Right. So what do you think of the plan? I think it makes sense. Hold on. I'm still writing some stuff in my spell book. How to make it tower disappear. It has tower, and you see a hand in front of it, so you can't see the tower. Yeah, bacon grease all over it. You do, I, I picture you doing it like a David Copperfield bit, like on TV, where you, I'm going to make this boat disappear, and you like pull the curtain, and it drops the curtain. Really, you saw a platform turns the other way. He just walks in front of him. It blocks their view for like a minute. And then it's like, ta-da! So he just crosses the stage. And... It's back! <laughs> okay. Alright. I'm ready. Okay. So what's the signal to Sala? How far away in feet or yards will we be from the chief to where Sala is? Probably about 150 yards. So, torch one and a half football fields. I think if you just start, if you do your spell, but you scream it really loud, Sala will hear it. You should torch. take your wand like this. That's a pretty big, I mean, you're like nine feet tall. Do you want to act like you're using a torch to assist you? You can use a torch. I don't need a torch for my spell. I know you don't. I'm, uh, I know you're going to make it disappear. I'm saying for the signal. We're tricking them. Just for the signal. We are. I think it would be really cool if you just yelled at the end of your spell like you meant it. Oh, that's a good idea. You shall not pass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is everybody ready? Oh, I even know the words. I even know the (laughs) words. You can have that. (laughs) You can keep that one now. I don't right. know the word I'm going to use. Right. So I give Sala the key and I tell him to go over there and then be in him. Sorry. Okay. Alright. So are you going to go with Sala or are you going to go with him? What do you want me to do? Come with us. Okay, okay. And just, you don't have to say anything, just watch it back. Yep. Alright. So you three start to approach the uh, elves again. You can see that they've started to regroup. And that they have actually <coughs> fled the tower, and in some cases they're actually like holding spears against, almost like the tower was going to come alive, like if they don't know what's going on. So everybody's kind of in a panic. But as they see you approach, uh, probably a good dozen of their warriors come out and start to surround you and, and heckle you, saying like, "So you've come to die. You've given up already, human scum." And you know, we knew you would not <coughs> honor your father's death. And, they're just kind of giving you a bad mouth. Are they like, stopping me from? No, moving? they're just okay. like surrounding you as they're as you're walking. Okay. <clears throat> Are they saying anything to him? 
or, or <coughs> to him or to me as well? To him specifically. Okay. They're probably just going one. Oh this guy. Well, they're lucky. Yeah. So so you get close up the big giant pavilion tent that you were in before. Um, just like the last time you were in there, there's you know women elves, like concubines on pillows, and there's like. Uh, you know, drapes, like and the guy set up on sort of a throne. And he's got way. like a scorpion on his shoulder, and he sticks out his tongue, and the scorpion drops a little bit of venom on it, and he's like, <laughs> and it hisses a little bit as you walk in. And he just starts laughing. Just <laughs> the chief, though. Yeah. Okay. So when I walk in, I say, "My my friend has found the secret to the tower." Does he have any reaction? So he seems confused. So you're trying to tell me that you are the reason why that tower disappeared? I am the reason why that tower disappeared. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You're with me. Okay. Yeah. And I was... He studies you for a few moments. He's I... doing sense motive of me. I truly believe this. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> the guy wears a tent as clothes. It's a robe. It's just my size. <laughs> so why have you returned then? I'm not happy with this bounty on my head. It's not a bounty, it's a debt. Well, the debt's not for me. And unless you wipe it clean, we're going to make the tower disappear forever. He's going to make the tower disappear forever. I don't believe you. Go ahead. You walk out. We're in a tent, right? Yeah. Okay. So you got to go outside. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go outside. And I start waving my arms. And I start saying in a low voice, bacon, bacon, bacon. And raise my voice as it goes. And I'll start moving faster and faster. And then at the end of it, I'll yell, bacon, as hard as I can. That's the signal. Bacon! So your bacon reverberates off the stone walls of the tower. And it just starts to die down. About a minute goes by. And the chief starts to look at you. And those warriors start to like grab their spears a little tighter, slowly start to inch in, and then BAM! Tower's gone. Lightning, thunder, rainstorm. Just craziness once again. That's what you really trying. Now, we can bring it back, or we can leave it gone forever. I'm going to go now. I'll pretend I'm walking away. Wait, wait, wait! So you will bring our tower back in exchange for your debt being paid? And a hundred pounds of bacon. And a hundred pounds of bacon. <laughs> a lifetime <laughs> supply of bacon. <laughs> Two camels and a goat. Yes. Can you make bacon? Out of That's bacon? what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say two goats and bacon. You don't have butts. No. I you can. can. You just, it's the belly fat of any animal. It's Gokin. <laughs> All these tastes are good. What about bacon? We do, we do not have any bacon. No then deal. Then you are lost. <laughs> what, what, what about uh, a pet scorpion that listens to me? You are not of our blood. We, we cannot train them to listen to you. Now you owe me a hundred pounds of bacon. I'm <laughs> <laughs> What guarantee have, have we that you won't simply make the tower disappear after you've gotten your bacon? My word is a wizard. That means nothing to us. Yes, sir. Well, your friends should. What they ain't coming back. <laughs> I said it, too. 
Owen! <laughs> You're not helping. <clears throat> what would give you confidence in us? You could marry one of our daughters, become part of our tribe. Him? They all look disgusting, right? They have swords and stuff, because, like... They're, yeah, they're out in the desert. That's like a radioactive wasteland. <laughs> yeah, but, like... Well, you are the Mr. Product of the Mr. The Universe contestants <laughs> usually date the <laughs> Miss Universe <laughs> Is there a name for this desert? Uh, it's not the wasteland. <laughs> okay. Do I get a scorpion if that happens? Your wife would get one. You let go play my wife, are you? <laughs> Will she come with me? No, you would have to stay here. Oh, psh. you have no bacon. There's nothing for me here. We need some sort of assur- some sort of assurance. We will give you all me. What the use fuck is well? <laughs> what use do we have for a half man? I am down so fucking intense. I just start kicking sand everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a child. We do not wish to keep that thing around. Start searching my pockets to see if I can find Just curious, you know. what's the traditional elven wedding? I'm really kind of the one. Right? You probably would, would know. You know, it's like a month long. Does it involve, like, is there anything weird or crazy involved in it that oh, he yeah. could, it could be some plan, like, if he says yes, then he might be able to do something to him. I mean, it's probably a, I'll, I'll say like a week, week long celebration. But he would still be required to stay inside the tribe. We should play my wife and be hilarious. So I know that I should play your wife. Yeah, <laughs> just beg wife and go in. <laughs> yeah. So I know that if he marries an elf, then he's going to be a member of the tribe. Right. Does that mean he has to stay with the yes, tribe? Yes, he has to stay with the tribe. Or so could no you show our wise men <clears throat> how you did your magic so that we would be protected against others doing it? No. I can teach you a protection spell so this doesn't happen again. So. But how would we know it would work? It will it... never happen again. That doesn't mean we did anything. That just means it doesn't happen again. No, it would never happen again. Can you bring it back? Yeah. Then do so. <laughs> not until we have all the stuff you promised us. I do not have bacon, and the debt will be wiped clean. So I have everything uh, you We want for. the camels. And the equipment. That's it's my trade, not yours. Do you have anything else aside from camels and goats? <coughs> Start kicking sand and spitting again. We have so mad I could speak. Weapons, armor. Yes. Well, what kind of armor? Armor made from scorpion. scorpion. How big is armor? How big oh, is it? Can I get a more powerful bow? We can have... I get some scorpion armor where I'd still be light and quick? I think that would be awesome. We have we have no armor that would fit you, but we would craft it. I would take three thousand scorpions at least. Well, they have scorpions. I could get scorpion tip, scorpion poison tips. Still, they have giant scorpions. They have giant scorpions. Ah, yes. Well, can I ride the scorpion? Still, give me a pet scorpion. Give me a scorpion to ride. It is not trained. Would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah, it just stabs you in the back the whole yeah. way. <laughs> I want, I want cool scorpion armor and a bow. No, it's my stuff. I will accept your scorpion armor. It will take us many days to craft it. I'll need a set too. That's what I'll do. Whatever. All right. And me too. 
right? I'm sure right. you have child size on. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Grexel. I look at Grexel, and I go like this. And I look at Omi, and I go like this, and I just turn around and start walking out of the tent. Okay. So does he come up to like your knee oh. or something? <laughs> yeah, no, more like oh, a not even, yeah. my like calf muscle. <laughs> That's yes, I've been over. I, I, I can climb all. I can. I use my foot. <laughs> all right, so you're gonna bring the tower back. Well, I'll go outside the yellow bacon. All right, and hope that's the signal. <laughs> yeah. Well, when now it's rainy and thundering and lightning, so there's a very good chance that your voice won't carry the same as it did the first time, because you're in the middle of a torrential downpour. After I yell bacon, if nothing happens, I want to be like, I, just want to be kind of I need like to go more head. to the north. Like I lose my temper. Okay. <sighs> Eventually you're able to get but close enough. Like Sala comes close enough. I'm gonna add something the tower to reappears. The rain goes away. Now again, the water doesn't disappear like it was never there. <coughs> I mean, the ground is still soaking wet. So the rain really was happening there. But it just disappears when the tower comes back. So now the tower's back. Sala is starting to walk towards you. It wasn't Belmont. No, we, we keep calling him Sala, so I've just gone with it. Sala, uh, we're going to stay here for a little bit. They were going to give me an ugly wife, but I still got armor, which is much better. Okay. Even though I can't have sex with my armor. Well, I guess so I it takes about a week <laughs> for them to craft the armor that will fit your size. They will make a second suit for you. I will ask for the scorpion sting thingy to be my tail. Okay. I want to stick around them right here. They uh, they found a bow that will work for you. You're still treated as outsiders. Some of the women do approach you and try to seduce you into staying within the tribe because they do think you're a wizard now. And the elf, you know, the elf lifespan is two to three hundred years old, so it's only been three or four generations <coughs> since the gifts took over. So they still have a pretty solid memory of wizards and clerics and deities, that kind of thing. So they have a better appreciation and recognition of, of what they think you are than most other people would. All right. So the, basically 10 days have gone. Have any of you deflowered any elven maiden with, with <laughs> sores and radiation? You know I have. With sores and radiation burns let me, on them? Let me roll my D20s to tell you. <clears throat> 25 of them. <laughs> <laughs> so in about a year, there will be a bunch of little Grexels running around. I want to get... Some like high potency scorpion poison whiskey or something. And poison yourself? No, no, they can no I'm getting hooked on alcohol. <laughs> now that the drugs I, are out of your system, you got to get hooked on something new. All right, That's the whole, you get rid of one habit for another. That's how you get over a habit. You just adapt or adopt a new right. one. All right, so ten days are up. Where are you guys going next? Your your welcome has been worn with the elves, and they make it very clear that they would like for you to go. And Thanks, never bitches. Come, and never come back. Also, I, I should have mentioned this earlier, when Sala returned to the camp that night, he informed you that when he returned, the crystal cracked and he no, the key no longer exists. He basically just has the shaft, the crystal shattered. Good job. Oh, hell's bells. We weren't using it for anything anyways. Well, well, can we still use the shaft to open the lock? Because <clears throat> it was the actual crystal that acted as the key. And there could be more than one anyways. Mine's your component. Or keep it. Uh, that wouldn't make sense. Never mind. <coughs> then, well, let's head north like we were. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Now let's go south. I start walking north. Okay. So you, you have your cool shiny black chitinous armor. You have your cool bow. 
You had a wall of chitinous armor. So they didn't have... They didn't have armor your size. My armor is, like, jet black. And it's, like, plated. Like, it's not, like, leather. It's, like... It's, like, um... I, I made sure that they, like, detailed good abs on it for me. <laughs> okay. So you got the six-pack? Mm-hmm. Nice. The Batman suit. And, yeah. All right, so you travel like um, over here for about another three days. It's all in with you. You're using the, the, the supplies that you had. Why are we going north? Making camp. And you come into the area where you have set up shop for Jaden and Victor. And you see Victor is out, and he has... Sort of like a small farm. It's almost like two beds that he has built on top. So he has like basically like a little box garden, and he's out working in that, tending. He has <coughs> sort of a makeshift fence that has surrounded his property to keep out animals. Their their house is almost built more like into a rock, like a the people like the Native Americans that live in like the caves within the, the walls. The, the ones that in Arizona. Yes, they actually live within the walls. So it's not like it's a house. It's more like it's just. Like a shallow cave that runs lengthwise. There's like doors and windows that have been carved out of the rock for protection. The Native American uh, civilization they were talking about was the Anasazi. Um, when he sees you, he kind of you know leans up and he, he peers out and he sees obviously all three of you plus Sala and he sees an eight foot tall monster. So he, you know he kind of starts backing out, backing up, and goes into his house. You're not sure he recognized you. Okay, will you guys wait here for a second for me? I hope you got some bacon. Otherwise, we're gonna have. He, Some boys. If I remember right, he usually did. So I'll approach the house by myself. Okay. Um, so now you're wearing making sure big that kindness. Like I, I want to approach the house like from the view of a window. See okay. if I can see in the window, and if I see him, and, and I'm shouting too, and I'll say, I'm saying my name, like, "Hey, it's me." Okay. You uh, see a, a figure that you recognize, and you can even get close if you hear say something like, Papa, it's him. And this girl that you would recognize comes running out. Oh, and, I thought it was going to be that girl's daughter. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, so she runs out, embraces you, and you guys see this young girl. I do the young. Lucy Charlie Brown. I step to the side. And she goes, <laughs> uh, a, a woman runs out and embraces Zane and seems to be showering kisses on his face. I'm not going to roleplay that. Oh. For the listeners, he already did. <laughs> Physically. Physically. <laughs> and I really did reach in Grexel's pants. <laughs> it's a uh, It's. How have you been? Well, there's some, there's some crazy things happening. Can, can you come inside? Definitely. We need. I'm traveling with a couple of friends, and we need to rest, and I have some questions. Okay, I have some, I have some things to show you. Come with me. Okay. Right, so she leads two things. <laughs> two things. Actually, there are two things. So she leads you into this house, and you've been there before. So she's leading you sort of like into a, a also like a guest area, I guess, as you'd say it. And there's a figure lying on one of their beds that you first thought is that it's a dead child. Just you can't even imagine. <clears throat> it's small, probably a little over five feet tall. Really thin, so it's not a halfling, but it's sort of shorter, shorter and thinner than what you think of a human. Sunburned to hell and back. I mean, skin is red and peeled. You can see bleeding blisters on the feet, um, and it appears that the, the the man or boy is unconscious, lying on the bed, breathing very difficultly. All right, so I kind of do the uh, the Rick from The Walking Dead, where 
nothing really phases me that much anymore. Like, so what do you I want just, to tell me? I take a few steps forward and I kneel down next to the bed and I'm like just clo- and I'm closely looking at him. Do I recognize the boy? You do not. And when you get closer, <clears throat> it's not a boy. It looks like an elf, but it's not the elf that you just dealt with. Which again, in my word, more like noble, savage Native Americans. This is like a fairy tale elf. Pointy ears, fair skin, long hair. But this one's been in the desert without a shirt on for like a week and a half. And has just been destroyed by the heat. And he seems to be mumbling somewhat incoherently. What happened to him? We found him wandering in the desert. I don't know. He's been out there for days, dehydrated. We've, we've been caring for him for almost a week. And you notice the only thing he's wearing is like a loincloth. But they have like a, a light sheet draped over him trying to keep him, you know, because when you're sunburned, you feel cold. And there's a <laughs> necklace that goes all the way around his neck that is made up of crystals just like the one in the key. I pull up a, like a stool, a small sitting stool that's in that room next to him. Okay. I pull it up next to the bed and I start looking closely at the, the stones. And then um, I ask her if she'll go get my friends and let them in. Okay. And give them some... Something to eat, eat and drink. Okay. She gives you a little quick kiss and says, I've, I've missed you. You've, you've been gone too long. And then she goes off to do what you ask. Uh, so this very pretty 25-year-old, maybe a little bit younger girl comes out and says, if you're friends of Zane, please please come inside. And brings you in, puts you at a table. And they, they have not a lot of food, but it's like fresh vegetables, a little bit of bacon, yes. some eggs. <laughs> uh, and her father... Warily is sort of watching over you because not really sure what to think, particularly in your giant chitinous armor. I'm a little inebriated. Okay, <laughs> but so not not, ter- not terribly drunk. You're but I'm just honor. like I ask her for some whatever spirits they have too. Do you have some to spare? Whoa! A cheerful uncle on the holidays. <laughs> she uh, she wrestles up for you for anything, and they bring you. They probably have enough for like four. Their pints. finest fifty-year-old. Yes. So as she see, sees me drinking it, I want her to like take notice of how haggard and like I look like I'm drinking it because I have to. Okay. Yeah. Zane's looking a little rough. The last few nights you've noticed he hasn't been getting a lot of sleep. He looks kind of a lot like Evan looks now. Just the way I look now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little blister on the lip, eyes red, beat <laughs> up, sick as a dog. Just herpes. Yeah. Alright, so are you eating or are you back in the room with the... I'm back in the room victim? with the elf. Okay. Um, I want to s- touch him first. Just Whoa. like... Whoa. If, if, is he turned it's, on his side? Is it a her? It's a he. It, okay. He's on his stomach, head turned away from you. So just like back... So I want to put my hand on his shoulder, his back. It's hot. I mean, just, this is a, you're, you're familiar with the wasteland. This person is as sunburned as you have ever seen anyone and survived. Are his crystals doing anything weird? No. We're going to pull out my dagger and see if it's doing anything weird. Okay. No. I'm trying to save you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he turns over. <laughs> Worst sunburn I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's, Time of death. It, it, yeah, it, it's the best thing for him. <laughs> 1945. He's waking up. Oh, really? I'm just sunburned. I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'm gonna call it. Yeah. <laughs> Why call it? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'll stand up and go back out into the main room where they're eating and everybody is. Now, do any of you have any sort of healing skill or ability? No. 
Grexel might have a spell. I would say that your knowledge of the wastelands might give you sunburn, no, sunburn, aloe vera. Yeah, <laughs> you might know of a plant that would help or, or okay. some sort of poultice. If I do, plant. then I'll ask her if they've tried this that remedy. They haven't. They've been too afraid to venture out to go looking for the plant. Why have you been afraid? The sand demons. We've been hearing them in the night. They're they're getting closer. Now you would know sand demons are out of all the war- terrible things that are in the desert. They are the absolute worst possible thing. They're a monster out of nightmares. They're very rare to be seen, but usually that's because they're on our survivors to tell the tale. When did they start coming? About the same time he showed up. Have any of them tried to come to, into the house? Not yet. Have you seen them around the house? We haven't seen them, but we can hear them. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see if I can get some. Uh, some spooge plant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, are you going to take me with you? Are you going to tell them what you're doing? Yeah, I'll tell, I mean, I'm in the room and I just say, alright, I'm going to go on a run to grab some stuff, see if I can get them to wake up. Okay. There's a half-dead elf in the next room, but not the kind of elf you're thinking about. What? Go check, and then I'll walk out the door. Right. So, as you start to walk out, um, Jaden walks out with you. And she hands you a piece of paper that's rolled up and says, A man came to our home about a week and a half ago and said if you showed up, I should give you this. If I, have I been sur- uh, summoned or have I been... Uh, what's it You've called? just been served. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paternity test. <laughs> you, are the, you are the father. You've been served. served. Due to appear in court. Yeah. Okay, what does it say? All right, it's just a piece of roll bell. When you when you open it up, uh, it's in handwriting that you would be familiar with. It says, "All is forgiven. Please come back. We have much to discuss." Crazy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, I tuck it in my pocket and then I run out to the desert and spend some time scouring for um, whatever the plan is. Okay, um, blue agave. 13. Okay. Given enough time, you're going to be able to find it. Um, you do notice that the desert in this area seems a little bit quieter. Like you're used to hearing certain noises, birds, um, again, the rock cats on occasion. And the fact that those sounds are absent kind of freaks you out a little bit. Uh, but you're able to find the plant you need. You're able to go back to the house, you know, an hour or so mixing things together. You create like a, an aloe vera cream and you can apply it to the body and um, it will have it's not like a magical effect but it will definitely speed up have I seen this type of elf before no the the elves that you guys have always since you've been alive and everything you've ever heard of are like more red skin they're Native American darker skin this is like out of a fairy tale book about an elf in the forest with pixies and stuff does he have wings I request is he like this no, not a pixie. Like with pixies, like the same type of fairy tale that would have like a pixie in it. This is the type of elf that and would a be wizard, better. and a wizard, and a dragon, and that kind of thing. So I expect him to have a bow. So I look for his bow. Okay. Um, as you're in there, if you start looking around, the young girl will tell you he was all he had was what he had on him. He had no supplies. What does he have on him? He's naked. Just the necklace and the loincloth. He's like a He-Man loincloth. A banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take his necklace off. Okay. When you go to pull off, it will not come off. It's more like a collar. It won't 
pull off. It won't come off. It is completely attached to his body. No, I I'm, I'm sorry, Travis. I think your character's dead. <laughs> <laughs> can I take one? Of, can I take my uh, the key part of the house and see if this crystal affects? It looks like it would, but they don't like this. Like and it connects, but they are are all the same shape as the key crystal that destroyed. I, request, I tell the girl that she should bring us bring some bacon for the elf because I'll probably make it feel better. Okay. Um, she says, sure, and then doesn't come back right away. Uh, eventually, Zane comes back, applies the lotion, and probably the next morning, you start to wake up. You're in a crazy amount of pain. Oh! <laughs> but you're at least cautious enough to, like, when they give you water, you can, like, you know... So I'm not, like, hallucinating it. or anything? You might be a little bit. Okay. Well, you do see a six or an eight-and-a-half-foot-tall monster. <laughs> I'll just reach up to Fred. That charge tore up. Yeah. As you reach out, you feel a bacon strip in your hand. I'll just, I'll just like, put my hand out, like, kind of blind, like, like just barely mumbling. I'm like, eat this. Help me. Eat this. Put the bacon strip in my hand. just slowly grasp on, like, my I... hand falls down. Pour a little of I'll that the scorpion whiskey <laughs> okay. into his mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm helping him out. All right, you're the burning only intensifies, and you pass back out unconscious. <laughs> oh, I'm re-inspired. I'm still like drooling on the saw my yeah. mouth, and it like kind of burns. Should have showed it's you scorpion that. scorpion acid. Oh. All right, so another day passes, and you're at the point where you can sit up. Take food, take water, but you're still really weak and in a lot of pain. Okay. Your bacon supply by now is running dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Each night, you guys have started to hear this sort of mournful moan. What's which, that? Which is associated with the uh, sand demons. What's that? And Second they're getting closer. Zane, what's that? It's the demons. The what? The demons. What kind of demons? The sand demons. What? What did they do? Go see. You would do that. You would recognize those sounds as well, Ugh. and they would what? probably terrify you. Okay. What, why are they called sand demons? Are they male of sand? What would be my answer to him? I, they I, live in sand. Why? He's asking me why they're called sand demons. Um, <coughs> are they male of sand? Is what I asked. No, they they tunnel under the earth. What? And then they can erupt up through it as if like tremors. Tremors. Do, do very, I know? very similar to tremors. Do I know they're called sand demons as very well? Very similar. What do they look like? No, they were not. Like, wor- like They're not worms. called that, but you would recognize that sound. There's some okay. giant worms? Similar to that. You've never actually seen one that okay. you've heard about. How many? Do, do they travel in packs? Yes. Would one of them be my pet? No. You think? I think I'm tremors. What's the word for no, those No, they don't creatures? have any... Uh, they can't be tamed or they can't be loyal. Are you sure? Yes. How big are they? Bigger than you. No. Bigger than... A building? No. Bigger than a table? Yes. I'm bigger than a table. Bigger than you two. Pretty popular They make man. you... Look like me. No. You haven't seen them. You're just lying. Well, maybe they're just hungry. Are you talking to me? Yes. So, have you been spending your nights in Jaden's bed or separate? Oh, yeah. I've been spending my nights in Jaden's bed. (laughs) (laughs) This bed is really lovely. Greg's all! I'm like a dog at the end of the bed. (laughs) Yeah, we all spend the night. 
<laughs> and we know what I mean. <laughs> nice. Are you waiting on me? Yeah, that's what you guys want to do. So he's conscious enough that he can speak. But Who are you? A lot of I, want, I want just going to start yelling. Well, yelling it as much as you can for a weak person. To get everybody's attention. I speak to you in Elvin. Who are you? You don't quite understand. His Elvin sounds like. I want three generations removed from what you know. Yeah, I want. I want to talk back and and what I because I think I understand him. Okay. I'm just going to say, you know, I think you have a really funny accent. You have a really funny face. <laughs> you want to say that to a sick person? <laughs> My name's Corian, and we have to go. I know these beasts that are outside the walls. I know about them too. Do you now? Yes. What do you know? They're bigger than me. This is true. This is why we need to go. To do what? To get away. You're too sick. You never ate your bacon. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> uh, why are we letting Grexel talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the aliens land and the person that like meets them is like somebody from Kentucky. It's just like, no, this is not just happening. <laughs> I apologize to everyone that is from Kentucky. He's like, I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can tell by the accent. <laughs> You're also from Tennessee. So, can I have your necklace? If you can say yeah, I'd be happy to get rid of it. Seriously? But it can't come off. I would like to roll strength. <laughs> Don't do that. If I roll a one, I might kill you. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, it's hard to dig your fingers in there and you actually start to hurt him with as, he's, as he's trying to do it too I'm like oh, no, no. <laughs> you pick him up and he will not come off it probably looks like he's trying to strangle me in the room exactly what it looks like. I mean, that's kind of what he's doing why does it not come off still in the it, oven it's a, <laughs> it's a sign of my imprisonment boom <laughs> 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 Like right oh, why, why? How are you in prison when you're not in prison? <clears throat> On. Excellent. I will be right back. I will why, I'm going to use intuition. Why, do why, I why feel that... What's your name, Grexel? Yeah, Grexel. Do I, I feel that Grexel, Grexel is a scholared person? 14 plus, I don't even know what else. No. He's kind of a slower thinking type person. Yes. Simple person. Simple-minded. Okay. So I'm going to Zane and, and Omi. And in a whisper, and I'm just loud enough for him to hear, I say, he <coughs> is supposed to be in prison. We have to take him back to prison. I don't... I think I think he seems... I think he's a good guy. What? He has to go back to prison. He was... You don't know him. Prison. No. I don't know. So why Did is you he ask him what he's doing out here? Yeah, he says he wants to go back to prison. Well, he said he was a prisoner. <laughs> so he wants to go back to doing? prison. Did you ask him what he's doing here? Or wandering in the desert? He wanted to, like, do stuff to the sun demons. But I told him they're bigger than me. So Let's let's all go and talk to him. He speaks elf, elven. Well, but he sounds very funny. Do you speak... Common? Uh, do I, yes. 
All right. Well, yes, I do. Fantastic. <laughs> His comment doesn't so. sound right, though. It's like... Even accented. None accent. Like, like Swedish, like a Swedish person or just, speaking, or even like, like Shakespearean English. Like he just like he uses like the these and thous, and it's just a more formal. Uh, you'll have to imagine because I'm not really going to talk like that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh no, you're committed. <laughs> I want to hear it. Uh, I am thou prisoner. Thou prisoner. Give me candy or anything. For where my captive, captive sugar or something to chew on. I'll, I'll give you some sugar. Hey, I've been eating these all day. Alright, time out. I was trying to be nice. So I may need to hear what you say to him. Okay. I'm going to screw the game up now. Check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.